pick one. Two eight by ten glossy photos dropped onto my desk. I looked up. Excuse me? Paul Levine, my weedy-looking attorney, sighed, then sank into the imitation leather chair opposite my desk. You've been running in the red for the last three months. You've got a balloon payment on the business loan coming up, and this month you pulled in 50% less revenue than last. Unless you want to drown in your own debt, you need to fire someone. He gestured again to the two photos. Pick one. I glanced down at the two pictures. A leggy brunette and an all-American girl blonde. I shoved them back across the desk. No way. Levine did another deep theatrical sigh. I had a feeling you'd say that. Look, business is just a little slow. It's a tortoise, Jamie. It's been the off-season. There's an on-season for infidelity, he asked, doing air quotes with his fingers. We'll take out some ads. Which cost money. Something, my dear, that you don't have. I narrowed my eyes at him. I'll think of something. Levine leaned forward, the overhead lights shining unattractively off his bald spot. Let's face it, people just aren't getting divorced these days. With the economy the way it is, women would rather turn a blind eye to their husband's indiscretions than try to exist on half his income. It's cheaper to stay together and pretend to be happy. No one can pretend for that long. Pick one, Levine enunciated. I looked down at the two photos, which incidentally consisted of 50% of the bond agency. The problem wasn't that I'd overhired. The problem was I knew jack shit about running a business. Men, that's what I knew. When I was seven years old, Chad Fisher's mom packed him a Snickers bar in his lunch. And not those fun-sized suckers. This was a king-sized log of nougat, caramel, and sugar-induced highs that would last well past the end of afternoon cartoons. I wanted it. Every kid in second grade wanted it. But I tossed my blonde hair over one shoulder, batted my baby blues at Chad, and promised that he could stand underneath me while my little pink skirt and I did flips on the monkey bars at recess. I got the Snickers. That was my first lesson in how easy men were. Fast forward a few years, and my 15-year-old self was hanging out at the Northridge Mall slurping a Jamba Juice when I'd been spotted by Morses DeLine, owner of the world-renowned DeLine Models. Suddenly, I wasn't just working the boys at my school, I was working every guy that bought a magazine with my body on the cover, and getting paid handsomely to do it. I'd been DeLine's top model for over a decade when Morses had started to drop hints that my fresh innocence act wasn't cutting it anymore. I was 26, a dinosaur in runway years. That's when I moved back to L.A. and decided to take over the family business. Domestic espionage. Really, there was very little difference between making love to a camera and making a married man forget his vows. In fact, this was sometimes even easier. Men with adultery already on their minds were simple targets. It was like taking Snickers from a second grader all over again. Unfortunately, getting their wives to pay was a whole other matter. I glanced at the two photos staring up at me. Truth was, I needed both of these women. Cutting back on personnel only means I can handle fewer cases. I don't see how that's going to help me expand the business, I argued. We're not talking expansion here, Jamie. We're talking staying afloat. We're talking not filing for bankruptcy.
I've got a big client tonight, Judge Thomas Waterston, Superior Court. If things go well, I guarantee his wife will have her entire bridge club in here by the end of the week. Well, you'd better hope that's true, Levine said, rising. Because your balloon payment is due on the first. You've got two weeks, then... He tapped the photos. One of them's gotta go. Kaylee? What? She swiveled in her desk chair, turning her wide eyes my way. You're on the Peters case. Care to give us an update? I tapped open the schedule app on my phone and leaned an elbow across the conference table. She cleared her throat and shuffled the notes in her lap. Kaylee Presley hailed from the South, claiming she was some distant cousin of Elvis's. Blonde, blue-eyed, and bubbly, she'd cornered the market on Perky.